Blackstone Audio presents Timescape Book 4 of Dreamhouse Kings by Robert Liberulo For Matthew It is not flesh and blood, but heart, which makes us father and son. Stop! Listen to House of Dark Shadows, Watcher in the Woods, and Gatekeepers before continuing. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Mark Twain Never, 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 never give up. Winston Churchill Chapter 1 David watched the horde of human-like creatures surge up the incline toward them. Dad? he croaked. He reached out for his father, but Dad was too far away. His legs refused to budge, locked in place by the sight of the approaching creatures, their spindly limbs jittering up and down as they climbed, their pale skin almost glowing in the sunlight, their mouths spewing out howls and snarls, their eyes crazy, desperate. Along with his dad and Keel, Uncle Jesse's caretaker and friend, David stood at the top of a hill between two valleys— the one behind them peaceful and pristine, the one in front cradling the ruins of Los Angeles. Between them and the destroyed buildings lay a massive junkyard of concrete slabs, rusted hunks of automobiles, twisted and broken debris. It all seemed to have been blown against the hill, the way litter gathers in gutters. It was from this trash dump that the creatures had emerged, and as soon as they had spotted the kings and keel— the creatures attacked. Creatures, David thought. They were human. Something about them told him it was true, but they were so different, so animalistic, so creature-like. Hey! Xander yelled. He was thirty paces down the peaceful side of the hill. Let's go! What are you waiting for? David turned yearning to be tearing down the valley with his brother, putting acres of distance between himself and the approaching horde. He called, Dad says the portal's that way, toward... He glanced at the creatures, getting closer. Toward them! Dad and Keel held the items from the antechamber, a parasol, a butterfly net, a picnic basket. The stupid things had given them no clue of the dangers they had just walked into— not the way the helmet, shield, and chainmail had predicted Xander's journey to the Roman Colosseum. But the items served another purpose. Besides allowing whoever possessed them to open the portal door, the one that led from their house in present-day Pinedale, California, to some other time, some other place, they also showed the way home by tugging you to the portal that would take you back. Right now, they were urging Dad and Keel to descend into the other valley, right into the arms of the creatures. David shook his head. Everything about this world was messed up. What? Xander said. His mouth hung open, only slightly wider than his eyes. Fear made him appear much younger than his fifteen years. He waved at the woods and meadow below him. But we came from over there! David knew Xander understood the portals better than that. The portals' homes sometimes appeared near the ones that dropped them into the other worlds, but they could be anywhere. Not this time, Xander, he said. But that didn't matter, did it? 
They couldn't follow the items prodding. Not now. He broke from his stance and crashed into his father. He pushed him toward Xander. Dad, let's go. Anywhere but down there. Dad nodded. He hooked a hand around the cast on David's broken left arm and pulled David away from the creatures. The one nearest was so close David could hear its panting and the rattling of the pebbles it dislodged as it scrambled up the hill. He could see a thread of spit spilling over its trembling bottom lip. Keel rushed forward, pistol in hand. He thumbed the hammer back. David tore away from his father's grasp. No! he yelled. He stretched out his left arm. His cast prevented him from reaching Keel's arm, but then he lunged with his right, catching Keel's bicep, knocking his aim toward the sky. David squeezed his eyes closed, expecting the sharp crack of the firearm.